episode 29 of the Battle Academy podcast. My name is Monica. You may know me in game as Anthissa or on social media as Anthissa21. Thank you for joining me. We got a lot of stuff to cover this week. We've got the upcoming Community Day. We know some more information about that, as well as a rocket update and shakeup on the grunts. The grunts, I'll have links to that in the podcast description. And they're also getting some new shadow Pokemon as well as Sierra, Arlo, and Cliff getting new lead out Pokemon as well. Then, of course, Battle Knight is returning. Go Battle Knight is returning. We're going to talk a little bit about that. I'm definitely going to keep an eye on that one as we get more info. The Sylph Regionals have been announced as well as Sylph's June Cup meta. And then we're going to take a little bit of a look at competitive standings and information for both factions and the Indigo League. And then wrap it all up at the end with the Pokemon of the week. Unfortunately, it's not that great, but I'm excited because it's a new one. So that's why it's the the featured Pokemon for this week. All right. (laughs) Um, Let's start with the good news first. And the good news, of course, is Gibble Community Day that is coming up on June 6th. And we now know what the bonuses and stuff that we're going to get are going to be. And we're going to get, of course, the extra snapshots. We usually get five snapshots for the day with a, um, a surprise spawn, which, of course, is usually the Community Day Pokemon. So... Taking those snapshots gets you a few extra chances at Gibble, so definitely take advantage of those. There's, of course, the obligatory Community Day box that is available for uh, 1280 Pokecoins. This one is going to contain 50 Ultra Balls, 5 Incense, 5 Lucky Eggs, and an Elite Charge TM. The big exciting news, especially for those of you who listen to this podcast, is going to be the exclusive Community Day move, and Gabite is going to evolve into Garchomp and learn Earth Power. This is a really good-looking move and definitely gives a bit of a boost to Garchomp once you get it set up. And uh, they do include numbers. Don't ask me to break them down, but uh, the PvP stats are 90 power, It takes 90 energy to use and activates in six turns. For the PvE or raid stats, it it is 100 power and takes 50 energy to use. So it looks really, really good. And of course, you can always get the special research story for a dollar or whatever if you're into that. And uh, the bonuses, bonuses... Incense is going to last three hours, which will be the part of the event. Of course, it's going to run from 11 to 5 local time. And then, of course, the really, really good, and they've been just, like, showering us with this one. Three times catch XP during community day hours. I am really adoring this three times catch XP bonus that they've been giving us because I did not have an excess of XP, so... Building up the XP, that really works for me. But yes, Garchomp is getting Earth Power, and that is going to look really, really good. There's going to be a full analysis coming out on this soon, and that'll probably be something I cover in next week's episode. So 
definitely don't want to miss Gibble Community Day if you can. It looks like it could be very, very good for getting into Go Battle League or Silph Arena metas. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I'm excited to see what uh, the analysis says when it comes out. All right. As for the Shadow Pokemon, we've got the Rocket Shake-Up and Update. Uh, Grunts are getting new Shadow Pokemon. And uh, I've seen a few of these already. So it's going to be very interesting. The new Shadow Pokemon that are showing up, Tangela, Horsey, Snubble, Torchic, Puchina, Makuhita, Electric, Starly, Bidoof, and Skarupi. Now, I have seen people that have run into Makuhita. I believe I have run into one of these at one point. I don't remember seeing Shadow Tanglia, but I think I've run into Shadow Snubble. I'm not sure. I know for a fact I've run into the Puccina. Um, unfortunately, the Puccinas that I've gotten from that have not turned out very great IV-wise, unfortunately. There is an analysis by JRE Seawolf, or JRE47, as he's known on Pokemon Go Hub, and does he does a great job breaking down how well these are going to turn out when you get into the metagames, and basically looks at the main contenders that you need to keep an eye on, and that's going to be the evolved forms of some of these Pokemon. Granbull, Tangrowth, Blaziken, uh, Drapion, Kingdra, Hariyama, and so on. And the ones he points out and makes the the biggest notes on are the ones you're going to want to start hunting. And that's going to be Granbull or Snubble, Blaziken or Torchic, and uh, Tanglia or Tangrowth. Now there are, are some that are designated specifically to some of these other ones, Drapion and Kingdra, but based on his analysis, they might not turn out so well. It's basically more or less hit or miss, and if you're willing to take a chance. Maybe if you get a hold of it for next week's Open Kanto League and take a shot at our Kanto Cup, unranked Kanto Cup, pardon me, and take a shot and try them out there, you might be able to figure out if it'll work for you or not. But uh, basically, Tangrowth looks good for Great League, but not for Ultra League. Snubble looks really good, or excuse me, Granbull looks really good for Great League and Ultra League Premier. Blaziken is a possible choice for Great League. Maybe, maybe not in Ultra League. Kingdra might be worth taking a chance in Ultra League. And Drapion could look really good for limited metadas such as Sylpharina, but maybe possible in Ultra League, but that's about it. And as for the rest of them, aside from, I think, Hariyama, which he said is hit or miss, it doesn't look too good <laughs> where Shadow use is concerned. But if you're still on the hunt for something like the Purified Badge, or maybe you just want to keep a Shadow Dex, it's definitely worthwhile to hunt them down for that, at least. But otherwise, the shadows are kind of underwhelming this time, unfortunately. Keep in mind that for at least this next upcoming week until the end of the 
Luminous Legends Y event, we do have the frustration thing going on. And you can TM away frustration on your shadow Pokemon. So make sure that you check your po your shadows that you've got and make sure you get the TM and get those frustrations TM'd away. All right, the next bit of awesome news, we have the return of Go Battle Night. We don't have all the information on it yet, but hopefully we will have some coming up soon. The only thing they've let us know is that it's going to be June 3rd from 6 p.m. to 11.59 p.m. local time. And if it runs the same way as it did uh, the year before last when they did it the first time, then you are going to have a chance to get in numerous battles, at least up to 100. So we shall see what happens as more information gets released. Again, this is something I'm going to be keeping an eye on. And uh, I'll try to keep it updated on my Twitter, at Anthissa21, or post it onto my Instagram, also Anthissa21. Speaking of battles and battling, there's a lot of good stuff going on in the competitive arena. The North American cycle for Sylph Factions has is currently completing their third bout as I'm recording this. And I'm looking at the numbers coming in, and wow, these are some interesting numbers to look at. Ann Arbor Arbok are leading dubs for cheap by 11 to 7. Cool Cats are beating Team Michigengar 7 to 2. SoCal Swabaloo over Re Regicide PvP 8 to 7. That one looks like it's going to be close. Helmet Heroes and Hoosier Daddies are tied at 3 points each. And uh, all of this, yeah, this is current points that are rolling in. And of course, you can always check out the faction standings on their website, faction slash cycle slash May 2021 qualifiers, or just go to SylphGG and use the menu bar and uh, it'll give you the information for factions. Now, the standings are as such. And I'm going to read off the top 10. Your top 10 Factions are the Ann Arbor Arbok with 44 points, Marylanders PvP at 43, Chicago Stars at 40, Cool Cats tied with them at 40, and tied with SoCal Swablu as well. At 37, it's Team East Caliber. 36, Utah Pokemon Rangers. Icy Wind has 35 points tied with Sadly Seeking Susan. And right behind them with 34 points are your next few tied TNT Flingles, Hepega Army, Mazert Gaming, Madison Mill Tanks, Helmet Heroes, and wow, it's it's crazy to see how these are break just lumping together in these different ties. After that, dubs for cheap with 33, tied with Poe Goats. At 32, Evan Stonks. Then Regicide PvP, Inglorious Bastodons, and Zero Mox Given. And for what it's worth, there are some heavy hitters playing on these teams. I know Cool Cats is Caleb Peng and a friend of mine, Cochino Mum, and Polymer's Up. Definitely well-known PvP names. I believe that uh, some of the, the YouTubers are playing as well, though I haven't seen some of the names yet. They could be a little further down on the list. 
but yeah, factions is looking to be very, very interesting. Okay, Mazer Gaming is for the battles and Speediest Chief. So that's and Alia Lucky. So you've got a lot of big names going on here. And again, this is only bout three. So while the standings look a bit tight together, it, I think it's only going to be another bout or two before we start seeing some cemented things. Even the difference between the top three spots is only a few points. That's a point between number one, Ann Arbor Arbok, and the, number two, Marell Landers. And then you have three tied for fourth, or third place, excuse me. And then one person, one team in fourth, another team in fifth, and then a two-way tie for sixth, and then a four-five-way tie for seventh. So we've got a lot of interesting stuff going on here. I do kind of want to get into bringing more PvP news competitive-wise into the show. I think that would be something interesting to do. So if you enjoy hearing about competitive PvP stuff, let me know. You can just email me or hit me up on social media and let me know if this is something you enjoy singing or if there's a certain aspect of it you want me to go into. The other competitive PvP stuff that I'm going to talk about is, uh, and a couple weeks ago I did a coverage on the Indigo League. Well, season one of the Indigo League is getting ready to host their finals. It is going to be between Poke Battle Tower and the Cool Cats. And this, of course, is Caleb Pang's team. Caleb Pang is just like everywhere in PvP. You, you can't do anything without his name showing up. And he's a really cool person. I, I've played a couple matches in some of his tournaments and I really enjoyed playing in that. The Indigo League finals are going to be held on the 25th of May, or excuse me, 28th of May, on the Team Rocket Academy Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash teamrocketpvp. If you want to catch up on any of the standings or any of the previous matches, you can check out their website, indigopvp.com. And while I'm looking at indigoleaguepvp.com, Indigo, excuse me, Indigo PvP. Here are the standings. Now we do have Poke Battler and Cool Cats tied for first. In third place, it was a two-way tie between Regicide PvP and the Thunder Lions. And coming in fourth, Mazer Gaming and Elite Four. So it was a well-played season. Nobody laid down on anything. The the battles won are all like 21 plus. Everybody, by the looks of it, put in a good fight. But it is going to come down to Pokey Battle Tower and Caleb Pang's Cool Cats. So we shall see what happens. I'm going to try and see if I can watch and uh, possibly get some coverage on that on the Twitter feed going. Maybe even possibly do a follow-up in next week's episode who knows but if you are interested in watching some high highly competitive pvp competition you should definitely check that out and of course the time is going to be es uh, eastern pacific time 
at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So make sure you do the time zone conversion for wherever you're at. All right, all of that said and done. All right, I'm going to take a quick break. And when I come back, I'm going to cover the new Sylph Cup meta and give a bit of a discussion on it and take a, a bit of a look at it. It is definitely a unique one for the month of June. And then, of course, finish it up with your Pokemon of the week. And now it's time for my most annoying part of the show. Feel free to skip if you don't want to listen to this, but it is time for shameless self-promotion. If you are listening to this podcast, thank you for doing so. You can find it on just about any podcast service, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, as well as Google Podcasts. And I try to regularly get every episode uploaded to YouTube If you do listen to these shows on YouTube, do me a favor and follow and subscribe. I will hopefully eventually get everything posted up to date, as well as hopefully eventually getting to posting content on there as well. And if you ring the little bell and get your notifications turned on, you'll know anytime a new podcast episode or a new video is uploaded to my YouTube channel. If you are interested in Pokemon Go photography, you can also check out my Instagram page, Anthisa21. Or you can check out my Twitter as well, same handle there. And hopefully in the next couple of weeks, I will be getting back on Twitch. So you can check out my Pokemon streams or whatever stream I'm doing at the time when that goes live. is twitch.tv slash Anthisa21 as well. And if you do happen to be listening to this on any kind of podcast server, if it allows for reviews, I would greatly appreciate it. If you would leave a review for me, rate it however you you feel, and of course leave a review. I am open to questions, comments, and constructive criticism. So you can message me any that you have to my Twitter account or to my email, anerdblog at gmail.com. And I will read some of those on the show. If you have anything you want me to cover on the show, any topics of interest, please message me and let me know and I will do my best to accommodate it. All right. I think that does it for that little section. All right. Let's move on from that. Two, talking about the new meta for Sylph Arena for June, and that is going to be the Venture Cup. It was just announced today as I'm recording this, and it functions kind of like a cliffhanger bout. If you've done cliffhanger cups before, you know that it is a tournament style where you are given a certain amount of points to build your team and you have to spend your points wisely to do so. For the Venture Cup, you are getting 20 points to build your team. 
Keep in mind that certain things have been banned. This includes dark types, fairy types, steel types, megas, and chancy. <laughs> so keep that in mind as you go to build your team. And of course, you get to pick six. Your point, your point categories are split as follows. For your 10 points, Frostlass, Altaria, Hypno, Alolan, Marowak, Marowak Lickitung, and Cresselia. Six-point Pokemon are Jellicent, Politoed, Kingdra, Dragonair, Lapras, Metacham, Talonflame, Galvantula, Deoxys Defense Form, Licky Licky, Regirock, Snorlax, Munchlax, Vigoroth, and Dugong. Your four-point Pokemon are Driftblim, Crustle, Mew, Pelipper, Wishcash, Swampert, Unovan Stunfisk, Machamp, Alolan Graveler, Zangoose, Dragonite, Gudra, Dusclops, Celio, Wabuffet, Lantern, Cradilly, Tropius, Gengar, Haunter, Mantine, Surfetched, Pachirisu, and Abomasnow. Everything else that hasn't been banned is a one-point Pokemon. And Sylph will have a list, including a text list, of what you can search that uh, you can copy and paste into your Pokemon Go search so that you can take a look at everything you've got. There is one other rule. No duplicates. Only one of each species is permitted on your team of six. And that's pretty much been a rule in all Sylph Arena. So that's, you've got a big list of Pokemon to choose from. And again, you have to spend your points wisely. Given that you only have 20 points to play with, this means you cannot get two 10-point Pokemon or, say, two 6-point Pokemon. You need to spend your points wisely. So if you do get a 10-point Pokemon, you can also pick up a 6 and 4 1-points or a 10 point, a 4 point, and 4 1 points. You could even go so far as to build a team of just 6 1 point Pokemon. So spend your money, quote unquote, money, wisely as you pick these up. Uh, from a spending standpoint where Stardust is concerned, Altaria and Hypno, those are going to be hard to build up. I know Alolan Marowak is a bit pricey to build your legendaries and mythicals are always going to be expensive metacham is going to be a pain in the butt especially if you're going to try for xl candy so keep those things in mind me personally just looking at this i'm thinking possibly alolan marowak or hypno as my 10 points and then I'm not going to worry about a six-point Pokemon. I'm going to look at the four-point Pokemon. I'm going to look at possibly Wishcash. And after that, of course, I'd have to go into looking at the one-point Pokemon. And let me tell you, you're looking at a whole slew of potential Pokemon. The Eeveelutions are listed in the in all of this, I believe, as a one-points it depends. I didn't see Umbreon or Espeon listed, although you can't run M Umbreon as it's a dark type. So you might be able to run an Espeon, and if that Espeon has last resort, it could be well worth it. 
Machamp, or if you can't afford Machamp, you could go for Machoke as a replacement there. Uh, the Alolan Graveler line could be worth taking a look at, with, of course, the exception of Alolan Graveler, as it's a four-point. So Alolan Golem might be worth taking a look at. The Legendary Birds are one points, and I've seen that those can sometimes be worthwhile for PvP. Uh, Furret is listed as a one-point Pokemon. Hoot Hoot, or excuse me, not Hoot Hoot, Noctowl is listed as a one-point Pokemon, and it does pretty well in PvP. Jumpluff, depending on what your team build is, that's definitely worth looking at. Claydol is one that shows up as pretty decent for PvP. Star Raptor is, uh, it's a little weak, but you could possibly consider it. Uh, the entire Gibble family, uh, basically all your starters show up as one point Pokemon. So you definitely consider those starters, especially when you're looking at, say, Meganium or Venusaur. Definitely worthwhile to run those. So even if you don't have some of these higher up point Pokemon on your list that you've got built up and ready to go, you can definitely possibly build a good team out of everything in the one point range. So just because you don't have access to some of these upper Pokemon, don't let that put you off of taking a shot at this cup. All right, speaking of, considering that fairies are banned in this cup and they don't get used anyway, we are going to move on to your Pokemon of the week, and that is because I am really, really excited about it. Although it doesn't look that great in PvP, we are going to focus on the brand new newcomer that you will probably be able to get your hands on by the time you hear this podcast, and that is Sylveon. Sylveon is the fairy monotype evolution. It is adorable and I love it. And I definitely have a really good one that I am going to build. And unfortunately, on the Open Great League rankings on pvpoke.com, it comes in at number 113 on the list. It takes wins against Scrafty and Umbreon, which is interesting. It might be a good Umbreon counter to keep. Toxicroak, Galvantula, and Shadow Machamp. However, it loses against some of the most common seen Pokemon, Azumarill, Galarian Stunfisk, Swampert, Skarmory, and Defense Deoxys. Now, performance-wise, it does well as a lead and attacker. It has good consistency. However, that's about it. It does okay as a switch, a charger, and a closer. As a closer, it does a little bit worse. Stat-wise, it is attack of 118.9, defense of 121, and stamina of 131. Overall score is 1889. Now, I've been doing some listening to a few other PvP podcasts and trying to educate myself further. And if you have an overall score that doesn't break 3,000, it's not necessarily worth it to worry about the Pokemon for PvP. Why? Well, it has great fast move pressure. Unfortunately, it is slow and doesn't do well for pressuring shields. In other words, you're not really going to get shield baits off. Fast moves are charm and quick attack. Recommended is charmed, which does the heavy damage. 
Charmers are the ultimate pain in the butt if you play Go Battle League. And for the charge moves, pardon me, it has Moonblast, which does give a debuff. Last Resort, which you'll have to Elite TM or save your Sylveon till that eventually becomes available. Like, hold on to your Eevee that you're going to designate and don't evolve it until Last Resort becomes available if you don't have the Elite Charge TMs. Then it also has access to Draining Kiss and Dazzling Gleam. The recommended moveset is going to be Charm, Moonblast, and Last Resort. Again, it is a mono fairy type with weaknesses to poison and steel, resistances to dragon, fighting, dark, and bug. And if you don't want to worry about Sylveon, there are some similar Pokemon that actually show up a lot higher on the list and do a lot better. Clefable, Whimsicott, Aromatease, Wigglytuff, Shadow Gardevoir, Slurpuff, Spritzy, and Togekiss all do just as well and probably outperform Sylveon. Now, I am going to build one and I am going to try it out because I'm a glutton for punishment, but that's just me. I, for one, am looking forward to having my Eeveelution collection complete. Finally! Yay! All right! <laughs> that aside, I think that's going to do it. I think that is a show. Thank you so much for joining me. If you've enjoyed the show, by all means, leave me a review on whatever podcast service you're listening to, unless, of course, it's Spotify. Hopefully, they'll fix that. And, of course, follow, if you're interested in more information, you can follow me on social media, on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram. My handle is the same, Anthony 21 any questions, comments, constructive criticism, you've got a topic you want me to cover, again, send an email to anerdblog at gmail.com or DM me on any of my social medias. All right. I think that finally fully does it. I hope you have a wonderful time of day it is, wherever you're at. I'll see you all next week.